0: Yo, hey, what's up everyone? Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Tandem Talk Show. I'm your fast talking host, Coach G. I'm really excited about this brand new episode of our talk show. It's been quite a few weeks since we've been live and having our episodes, but really happy to be back and giving some of our best information and education to our audiences. So, hey, if you're watching here with me right now live, Comment hashtag live. Let me know that you're participating, that you're joining in this evening. we will love to interact with you, answer all your questions, and just be of value to you throughout this call, um, throughout this podcast. And if you're not yet a member of our private Facebook group, this is where we host all our live trainings, not, not just trainings like this, but all our live trainings and give all our free fat loss resources out. Go to www.tandemnutrition.com forward slash Facebook. To get instant free access to this group and more. Guys, you're going to love it if you're not yet a member. You get great access to resources like this and other fun and effective fat loss information. Now, if you're new here, hey, welcome. We're Tanded Nutrition, and uh, we specialize in helping women lose fat, tone up, and transform their lives through healthy and sustainable methods. So as a dietitian, I'm very passionate about helping women lose fat and tone up in ways that help them enjoy their lives without making them give up their favorite foods or prevent them from going out, enjoy fun social settings with their friends and family. So if that is all, If any of that interests you, you know that you're in the right place to want to learn more about how to lose fat in a healthy way. And tonight's episode is going to give you so much value on how to make that even more realistic and attainable for you. We have a very important topic to to cover. We'll be covering the top five MyFitnessPal mistakes that are sabotaging your fat loss progress. So if you are currently tracking macros through MyFitnessPal, this will be the episode that you need to listen to because so many people make so many mistakes that keep them from making the progress that they deserve. And if you're not using MyFitnessPal, maybe you're losing another app called Lose It or My Macros Plus or you, any other app, this still applies to that. So just stay tuned. And I'd love to know if you're currently tracking your calories, I'd love to know exactly what app or system that you're using. So maybe comment below, Hey, I use my fitness pal, or I use my macros plus, or I use lose it. I want to know exactly comment below. Let me know what you're using. So i can give some feedback to, to your individual platform that you're on as well. Now, just like every episode that we have, guys, I want to go over some big, important wins from our Tone Up VIP team. They're absolutely crushing it right now, losing a ton of weight, making some great changes, improving their health, happiness, and confidence. And so I just want to brag on our team, not only our clients, but also our coaches for doing such an amazing job throughout these past few weeks, really delivering a high level of service to the women that we serve. So First, I want to shout out a few of of Coach Layla's clients. Coach Layla is our dietitian on the team. She's absolutely remarkable, and um, she has a few clients that are making some big wins. The first up is Kayla Holes. So Kayla Holes has switched to phase two in her tone-up program, and she's down over two pounds and one inch in just a week. So you're probably thinking, hey, what is phase two? Within our tone-up program system, we have um, the original fat loss program for women. It's called our tone-up program. We have phases for women to go through that reduces their calories and increases their cardio. And from that, we change we had Kayla change phases, and that was just the change she needed to drop over two pounds and drop over an inch in that week's time. So great job, Kayla. Super, super proud of you and all the hard work that you're putting in. Now, we also have Ansley Greason. She is a, a rock star. Guys, he's already dropped five pounds in 10 days. She's just getting started. She's on fire right now. Guys, let's give it up for Ansley. Seriously, great job. I know that she came to us. She was stuck, wasn't sure exactly what to eat, how much to eat. And, you know, she just started off um, on a quick foot, already down five pounds in 10 days. And lastly, from Coach Layla, we have. Aya Strauss. So she hit she hit a new low recently, in spite of all the training that she's doing, getting ready ready for the CrossFit Open. And so she hit a PR uh, preparing for the open, and also hit a new low body weight. So great job, Aya! Really proud of you as well. Um, so great job, uh, Coach. Layla's team, really excited for all the progress you're making. Now let's go to Coach Boston. Coach Boston has a ton of wins that I want to cover cover before I get into uh, the bulk of our our podcast today. But just to start off with, we have Beth Beth Millard. Beth Millard is one of our VIP clients and she has hit a number on the scale that she hasn't seen in six full years. Guys, that is remarkable. So great job, Beth. really proud of you and all your success you're having. I know you're working hard and your hard work is obviously paying off big time. Next up we have Angie Hutchinson. Um, she is one of our one of our newest VIP clients as well. She's down a total guys check this out. You're not going to believe me this is really outstanding progress. She's down 13 total inches in the first two weeks. 13 inches in two weeks. that, that is remarkable. Great job, Angie. I'm really, really proud of you as well. Carrie Kingary, she's down six pounds in two and a half weeks. And, and keep in mind, like when, when, when these aren't just big wins because he lost a lot of weight, but they came from essentially stuck, not sure what to do, to making some pretty remarkable progress very soon. So just making a few small changes that we've embedded into our strategies of our tone-up program can really bring about some awesome results. We also have lana binge she's down three gene sizes since she began her program and hit a new low on the scale that she hasn't seen in seven years seriously that is remarkable great job lana that is amazing progress sophia she's successfully transitioned throughout her metabolic reset phase and she said i never knew i was able to eat this much food and continue to see the same weight and that's Amazing progress. For those of you who know the power of the metabolic reset phase and the success points, being able to eat more food and not gain weight is amazing. It is a great success marker that you're on the right track with losing body fat once you transition back into a fat loss phase. Last up, we have Shea Lowe. She completed her metabolic reset phase and increased her calories to over 600 from where she began and she decreased her cardio, essentially to none while maintaining her same weight. Guys, that is amazing. So she increased her calories to over 600 calories per day, took out all her cardio and did did not gain a single pound. Guys, I'm going to be honest with you if you're not doing a metabolic reset phase or if you've been dieting for quite some time this is one of the most powerful phases that you can get into if you've been struggling with weight loss for quite some time so if if that's you you know if you're struggling with weight loss um and you're dieting on low calories you're doing a lot of cardio you know the metabolic reset phase may be something you should consider And this is a a relatively advanced topic, too, here in the nutrition realm. And I've actually made a, a metabolic reset cheat sheet. This is an amazing cheat sheet that goes over every point that you need to take to transition from a fat loss phase into a metabolic reset phase properly, effectively, and safely without getting any weight. If you have not grabbed your copy yet, comment Metablock reset below and i'll personally send you a free copy of the sheet you can review it and get all the success that these clients are making so if you want that cheat sheet just drop down in the comments Metablock reset below and i will be sure to give you a copy this evening or tomorrow depending on when i see your comments okay guys oh looks like we have a few awesome people joining us tracy hey what's up tracy what's up amy so great to see you in ireland Kim is also on. Danny, hey, thank you so much for joining in live today on tonight's podcast. If you're just joining us, you know that we're talking about we're talking about the top five mistakes that people make in MyFitnessPal that is sabotaging their fat loss progress. Now, you have to understand that when when working towards a fat loss goal, the reason why we have our clients track their calories is because that is. It's a tool, it's a strategy used to help achieve a goal in a very efficient and effective way. Um, It's not a a permanent strategy. People think that you have to always track your calories, but that it's not the end goal. Our goal is to use this tool of tracking calories as a short-term strategy for a long-term or permanent solution of keeping your weight off. And so we know that tracking can be cumbersome it can be time-consuming it can be tricky and knowing that i want to go over some of the biggest mistakes that i've seen and our team has seen the past 10 years tracking calories that keeps them from losing body weight and if you have any concerns about hey maybe maybe i'm making some mistakes you know let me know Uh, and as i go throughout these uh, if you if you hear a comment or a mistake that you're making comment, hey, that's me. Like, hey, I made that mistake. I've personally made almost every one of these mistakes growing up and throughout my, my career of becoming a dietitian and tracking my food for the past, you know, 10 years. So, hey, there's nothing wrong with making mistakes. We learn from mistakes, and that's how we get better. So, guys, let's jump right into it today. As I mentioned, the podcast title, the episode is The top five MyFitnessPal mistakes that are sabotaging your fat loss progress. Number one, and this may actually surprise you. This this will surprise you because not many people talk about this, but it's so, so true. And I've seen it not only on myself, but also with the clients we work with who register for their own MyFitnessPal account. And that is this. When you register for an account and you put in your name, your height, your wage, and it asks you, hey, how much, you know, how many pounds are you gonna lose each week, and you, you put in your activity factor, basically to give it the information it needs to calculate your calorie needs. Nine out of 10 times, the calorie and macro goals they give you, especially protein, are highly underestimated. So, what does that mean? That means like the calorie goal that they give you. Is too low. It's too low. The protein needs do not meet the needs of an individual who weight trains on a consistent basis. Okay. So they base them off of our governmental standards and not off of someone who weight trains at least three to five days per week. So not only would be stuck being hungry right away, right? but you'll be losing muscle because your protein is so low, especially if you're weight training. And so the reason why this is important is because this is a big mistake that causes people to to not only yeah you'll get results fast, but you'll also get hungry fast. You'll get hungry fast. Your body is going to adapt to a lower calorie level faster. And you're going to end up wanting to quit because you know what? You're hungry. You haven't had your favorite food in a long time and you just, succumb to this lower calorie level. Listen, we work with thousands of women. There's no reason why any woman should have to stick to 1,200 calories per, per day and, and not see any weight loss. That should be like the last resort, okay? Unless you're just a woman of tiny frame, uh, and you know, maybe shorter stature, um, and maybe not, not allowed to weight to lose. The calorie needs for someone who needs 1,200 calories, it's rare, right? Um, now, I will say it does happen towards the end of a diet, when someone has to like push to get off to the last two or three pounds, but it should not be, it should not be the starting point for many women who are looking to lose body fat and keep it off. In fact, and just to be completely transparent, a lot of women we work with not to make any comparisons, but we start them off eating anywhere between, I mean, depending on age and high in weight, of course, anywhere from like say 1600 to 1900 and that doesn't even include when we take someone from a from a metabolic reset phase right so going from a a spot in which they stop dieting say eating 1100 calories or 1200 calories we increase their calories upwards of 1800 1900 2000 they're starting way above that and they have so much fat loss potential They have the ability to lose more fat faster and easier because they took time to take care of their metabolism to revive that And to make sure that they are in a healthy safe spot for losing body fat And that's just one thing that we take heart to it at tandem we want to see women lose fat in a healthy and sustainable way like one of my one of my passions in life is is not only to see people happy but to feel loved and worthy and and to feel like, hey, like I am empowered and I can, I can control this. And the strategies that many women use, many guys use to when it comes to losing fat, it it brings out the weaknesses of being almost sucked into these things and making you not feel like you're doing it right or like you're good enough or base an image off of worth. And I just want to let you know that There are better and more effective ways to diet. And I will say that if you're starting out with MyFitnessPal, please do not use their recommendations for calories. It is not correct. And to be honest with you, if you're part of our group on Facebook, you'll never see me put a calorie prediction equation in our group telling you how many calories and macros you need. And the reason why that is, is because it's not accurate we know it's just based upon math and you know, our bodies are not calculators, but there's a big component that all these calculators do not take into account and never have, and probably never will because it's impossible to take this reading and that is someone's past dieting history and, and how their past caloric intake has impacted their metabolism. And I've, I've watched many women use those calculators and say, <clears throat> you know, this, this equation told me to eat, you know, sixteen hundred calories per day, but if I ate that much, I'd gain weight. And this has come from someone who has been dieting for years and years and years and who's eating a thousand calories per day. And they're out, trust me, that happens. They come to us and the last thing we do is put them in a fat loss phase. We put them in a metabolic reset phase to help them get through that time and to get back to health losing weight in a healthy way. So that's number one, believing in the calorie and the macro goals of my fitness pal. The second mistake is that it's a super easy Mistake. I've, I've made this mistake a lot and I'm guilty of it too, but it's super critical with, with tracking. You have to be either all in or all out. Okay. So what does that mean? That means if you're just tracking based upon guesses of portion sizes, you will fail, right? Like you will get such, you will. the the calories you'll get from the foods that you're eating is going to be off, right? And you you, you can't manage what you don't measure correctly. And so you have to make sure you're weighing every single thing you eat, every single thing you drink, every meal, every day. If you're eyeballing your portion sizes, I can guarantee you that you are off tremendously, way more than you think when it comes to tracking your calories. And, and I personally use a food scale. When I'm tracking my calories, I stay within a 150 calorie range each day. And just like with all our, our clients too, we all stay within a 150 calorie range. So if you're not making progress, if you're not seeing the scale move, I would recommend highly being consistent with your calorie goal. And that calorie goal would be derived from the calories you take from the scale based upon the the amount of weight you've gotten from that food. So, you know, weighing chicken breast, weighing oils. Quick tip too, if you want to measure oil, like olive oil, all you have to do is put a container on your food scale, turn it on so it's at zero, switch the units to milliliters, and then pour enough oil to equal 15 milliliters. That is roughly the... Amount of olive oil—it's pretty—it's—it's it's, it's actually very close. It's probably per, like right on. 15 milliliters equals one tablespoon. So if you want one tablespoon of olive oil, use 15 milliliters. If you want a half a tablespoon, use like seven, and that will give you a pretty good estimation. Now, so that was mistake number two—is not using a food scale. So please make sure if you're not using a food scale, please be sure to do that every single time. If not, you're just—you're literally just wasting your time. Uh, unless you just want to bring awareness to all the different foods you're eating and you don't care about amounts or calories. Number three, <clears throat> and here's a big one too. Again, when it comes to tracking your calories, you have to be all in. You have to be all in or you're going to be all out. And that is this. A lot of people will get really busy throughout the day. So you know, they'll, they'll weigh their food, they'll they'll prepare it and they'll, they'll eat it. They'll come back three three hours later or at the end of the day and track their food. Okay, that is not a good method. That is not accurate. You're not going to be precise with one, remembering everything you consumed each day or each meal to, to, to track accurately. So make sure that when you, when you weigh your food, to input that into MyFitnessPal right away. Don't wait more than one hour. Do not wait towards the end of the day. I will not trust that information. We have all our clients weigh their food on a food scale and enter that information either before or after their meal, or even more so, a more advanced strategy is to plan out your day beforehand. Let's say, so today is Thursday. You can create yourself a meal plan by going to, into my fitness pal, fast forwarding to tomorrow and outlining exactly what you're going to eat in, even in serving sizes and in weights. And so you just follow that for the entire day. You follow that for the entire day. And you know, when lunch comes, you need two ounces of deli meat, um, 128 grams of banana and like, I don't know, 47 grams of rice. <clears throat> so that's what makes it really, really easy. You guys, if you've made any of these mistakes so far that I mentioned, either believing in their numbers of the calorie and macro goals they give you, which again, I'm absolutely guilty for. And, or even like not using a, not using a food scale or taking time, a longer time to track your calories, wait until, Later in the day, let me know. Just comment comment mistake one, two, or three. Let me know if you've ever been in these situations where you tracked your calories incorrectly or not at all. Now, number four is a big one, is a big one, and this surprises a lot of our clients, and this will absolutely (sighs) cause your fat loss progress to stall. Like I've seen it time and time and time again, and that is this. And one of the biggest mistakes I see people make on a weekly basis is that they add in their exercise. So keep in mind, when you register for MyFitnessPal, they've already calculated your activity level and the number of calories you burn through exercise once you put in your activity factor. So what happens is, and that's what your calorie goal is based off of. Now, what happens is, you add in exercise from your Fitbit from another device and that's going to inflate your calorie goal. And what has that done? That's essentially taking you out of your calorie deficit. It says, Oh, you know, you exercised at orange three fitness for 60 minutes. You burnt 750 calories. You can eat 750 calories more and you're gaining weight. That's because you're eating back the calories that you consumed. So do not connect your Fitbit or any other device, or even add in exercise, because again, that will inflate the calorie goal that it gives you, and you'll again, you'll be eating back the calories you burn. So I don't know about you, but like if I spent 60 minutes in Orange Fitness, the last thing I want to do is just make sure that I am, I, I would not. That's first off, you will never find me in Orange Theory Fitness because that's way too hard for me. That's not my type of exercise. But I will make sure that I stay in a deficit and not eat back those calories. Uh does anyone here do orange three fitness? I know that um I know that Carla Hoppler, one of our clients, is a coach there. Um I think Rachel, Rachel, do you do orange three fitness as well? I'm not sure if you do. Um let me know if you do orange three fitness. I'm just kind of curious about who here. Um, does that, but definitely a great form of exercise for fat loss. I'm just not in shape to do that every day. Yes, Rachel, I thought you did. Fantastic. So yeah, it's a great form of activity. Um, I just would not recommend adding that into my fitness bowel because, um, because it would just inflate your calorie goal and looks like pamela. You mentioned that you used to now you do f45 Yeah, f45 is super super popular. It's similar to otf, but it has a more circuit based routine to it So uh, again like that too, I, I definitely would not add in the, uh, the Exercise, but thank you for commenting pamela and, and rachel and uh great to see you ladies on here. So thank you so much for, uh, for joining me Now the last one is probably the one that's most commonly made as mistake and probably not purposely either. <clears throat> so my fitness pal has database of foods, has literally millions of foods you can choose from. What many people don't know is like these are self entered foods. So I can go in here and I can like add in any foods I want to, and I can have any nutrition information I want to within that food with people coming in here and then adding new foods with new macro information. You know what, like it's, there's going to be some air right? There's going to be people who put in, like, for example, one day I searched for eggs and I think it said like this, this one egg had like six grams of carbs, no grams of fat and no grams of protein. I'm like, wow, that's, that's off. Now the calories were still, well, yeah, that calories weren't even correct. That was not correct food. And so if someone unknowingly went in there, chose this egg, they're getting you know, completely off macros and off calories, and so what's important to know is number one, try to look for the green shield in MyFitnessPal. The green shield is what MyFitnessPal verifies as a complete entry. Does it mean it's correct? No, that it's not mean it's correct. But what you can do is double check those nutrition facts compared to a, a website with more tr- uh, trusting information. Like I use the either Calorie King or nutritiondata.self.com. Those are two of my most used resources when it comes to checking calories. And so if I want to make sure that the, let's say, um, that a protein shake I got from Smoothie King is correct, I would go to Smoothie King's website. I would check it out, see what they put compared to like what's on the my Fitness pal account. And just make sure they match up. If if it doesn't, I would create my own food. I'd create my own food within my Fitness Pal, and I would I would make sure that that macro data is correct. So the biggest thing is not choosing correct or accurate or even complete nutrition information from the from the food items that you choose. So that's very, very important. And you know when I went through all my contest preps three years ago, I did a very strict diet. I lost 30 pounds in like, I think it was like 18, 19 weeks. And I was very, very obsessed with making sure that, that I had everything dialed in with my nutrition. So I literally created all these new foods for myself. And I essentially only chose the foods that I, I self-entered. So that was just one of the things that really helped me out when it come, when it came to understanding my needs and making sure that I was on track with choosing information that was consistent, accurate, and complete. So again, those are the five biggest mistakes that I've seen hundreds of women make guys make use my fitness pal again they're number one believing the calorie goals and the macro goals within my fitness pal do not believe those those are vastly underestimated so they will start you off feeling really hungry and make you feel really really deprived number two is not using a food scale when it comes to measuring your food so it's very important that you get accurate information from a food scale and put that information into my fitness pal using what you learned as far as serving size from a trusted device like a food scale number three is not logging your foods right away if you wait longer than an hour or two and you don't write it down more than likely, you're going to miss it, not only miss a food or two you consumed, or you're not going to remember the exact serving size. That like, hey, I had 128 grams of chicken. Like, if you remember that, like, you have a much better memory than me. But it's going to be tough, a little more difficult to remember it eight hours later versus at lunchtime. Number four is adding in exercise. Do not do that. Cut off the integration between your Fitbit and your um, and your my fitness account because you do not want those calories that you burn to go into fueling or inflating your calorie goal and lastly just picking incorrect incomplete or inaccurate <clears throat> information when it comes to um the foods within my fitness pal database so Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed this brand new episode of the Tandem Talk Show. If you're not yet a member of our Facebook community, please do so. Um, Please join us at www.tandemnutrition.com forward slash Facebook. I want to give a shout out to all our hardworking coaches, Coach Boston, Coach Layla. Thank you. Even Coach Casey, Coach Ashley. Thank you for all that you do. And we look forward to. See you guys again next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern time with a brand new episode of the Tandem Talk Show. Thanks so much for tuning in. See you guys next week. God bless, and I will see you soon.